0: Hello, and welcome to our latest episode of the Your Plate podcast. I'm Maya. I am an executive coach and a positive psychology practitioner and researcher. Bit of a mouthful, I know. <laughs> and I've
1: got with me my co host. Hi, I'm Artie Bandari Shah. I'm a registered nutritional therapist.
0: And we always now like to, we know we are getting new listeners. So we like to remind you of what we do. This is a conversation between an executive coach thinking about mindset, behavior change, positive psychology and a nutrition therapist and how the two interact so that we can have a more holistic picture to help you, our listeners who have a lot on their plates, whether it's busy lives, families, jobs and how you can then harness the best that the nutrition and cutting edge positive psychology research has to offer. So, it's Veganuary. veganuary. <laughs> so, Okay, everyone's talking. Well, in our world, we are hearing a lot about Veganuary. Arati, you were telling me about the kind of the brief, brief history of Veganuary. Yeah, Veganuary. Dollars,
1: yeah, actually, I wanted to know like, where is it all come from. And it's apparently a not-for-profit organisation. It's a relatively new movement, if we could call it that. It was founded in 2014. And the first year that they launched the campaign, about 3,000 people tried... Veganism for January. Five years on, they now have 250,000 people giving veganism a go in January. So wow. the okay. numbers have skyrocketed, rock- and we can actually see the explosion and interest in veganism can't we and yes when exactly. you eat out and vegan options on menus and when you're out shopping in the supermarket so
0: yes and yeah and as usual on this podcast we do touch on topics that get a lot of attention whether it's sleep meditation and you might think gosh you know yet another discussion on this we always like to bring a different lens to it often dealing with the very specifics that our clients bring to our conversation. So the real nuance of it, the real practicalities around it, as well as some of the common questions and dilemmas that both our clients and we have uh, about these topics. So we're going to do a few things today. I'm going to get, Arati's got some fantastic facts around veganism, so I'm going to plug her for (laughs) a few of those, uh, just to give us that bit of context. I found those quite interesting. So we're going to get that context, and then we're going to think a bit about Plant-focused diets, like moving more towards a plant-focused diet. For those of us who are not quite ready to go full-on, gung-ho, veganism, Pure. And this episode, this this topic is going to be split across two episodes, so we're also then going to devote some time to the specific vegan troubleshooting and challenges that we do encounter through our client conversations and some of those specifics around that. So two parts to this topic, and we're going to start. Arty, if you could... Give us some of your give me some of the facts that you don't think I would know yet about veganism. Yeah.
1: So I'm I thought this is really interesting. I'm going to ask you it's a bit of a quiz. By 2025, what percentage of the population do you think are going to be vegan or vegetarian? Uh, well, right, do we know how many there are right now? What proportion is right now? So globally, apparently 1% of the population, or no, yeah, it depends where, 1% or 2% of the population are vegetarian. So it's very low. Wow. Yes. Is yeah. that low? Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh, okay.
0: Um, it's growing. All right, so I would say in the UK, it's going go, in five, it's going to be about
1: 20%. Close, it's 25%. I was actually surprised at how high that figure was, actually. Well, I guess I've got a bit of a London bubble. Because I reckon okay.
0: London might be different.
1: That's true. That 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 might be true. So I thought that was an interesting fact. And the other thing I was reading about was that eating meat can add up to £645 onto your shop. So it can also... Per year? Per year. Yes. Okay. Per year. So eating vegan can be cheaper. Okay. That's assuming that you're cooking and maybe not buying loads of ready stuff. Yeah. Another a UN report in 2019 showed that eating more plant-based and eating less meat in your diet can help the environment. So this is showing that this is not just a small movement. This is kind of a global, there's a global interest in people reducing their meat consumption. Um, Yeah, And that's
0: definitely, I think, one of the primary drivers why my husband went vegan. He was very concerned with that environmental aspect of it. I know some people do it very much from a health perspective, but...
1: Yeah, I think Yeah, you, you've totally um, hit hit the nail on the head. There are two key reasons. One of them is that people think nutritionally it can be more beneficial. This is assuming that you are becoming a vegan and doing it in the right way. Yeah. As we know, Oreos are vegan, crisps are vegan, <laughs> sweets. There's lots of vegan sweets on the market. I did not know that. Ooh, this yes. is making the proposition sound <laughs> so more interesting. Are you, yeah, or, so, or you, so you can go down that path yeah. or you can go down the... Whole foods plant based and I'll just we can we can go into that in a bit more detail whole foods plant based or plant focused version of veganism which is where you're increasing all the the fresh fruit and vegetables in your diet and pulses and lentils and things like that. So there's a nutritional part of being vegan and then the environmental and ethical reasons around animal farming and for the environment.
0: Yeah. And so now we'd like to think a little bit more about this concept of plant focused diets. And I thought that would be a a sort of a a gentle way into discussing this, because for some of us, and I'm going to be a bit of the case study for this conversation is some of us, it's, you know, we're not really willing to sort of go full on veganism, or I did try it for three days last January, and I didn't didn't last very long. So so actually, my approach is to incrementally every year increase my plant focus, and who knows, magically, then you know, a few years down the line, I will just look back and be like, I'm practically vegan now without even having it be- become a you know be- been a-, a massive consideration. Um, so I'm looking to find those ways of just increasing the amount of plant focus in my diet. What is this definition of plant focus, or where did it? Because you mentioned okay, it to me. so
1: the concept of whole foods, plant based. It's a way, I wouldn't necessarily, it's not really a formal diet as such. It's a way of eating where you're including a lot more fresh produce into your diet. And there are obviously lots of nutritional benefits, eating fruits and vegetables, lentils, pulses, and trying to minimize the amount of processed foods that you're eating and also refined sugars, uh, refined flours. And the reason that that's become aligned with veganism, as I've just mentioned, Mm. because you can kind of do the unhealthy vegan where you're eating lots of like vegan foodstuffs versus eating the whole foods plant-based way of veganism does that make sense that's sort of the definition and I read it's actually from the doctor's kitchen he uses the word plant focused Mm. so it's really thinking about fresh produce first in when you're preparing meals and I also I you know I say this a lot to my clients in clinic when you're preparing lunches and dinners at least half your plate should be fresh vegetables leafy greens and so the nutrition so this makes the nutritional benefits of veganism that much better so you're aligning eating well with veganism mm. so that's that that's where sort of whole foods plant-based comes from and just sorry i know this is
0: like how clearly how my brain works but i've still got this thing in my head saying oreos vegan like
1: that how on earth is that cream inside oh it's just made from vegetable fats vegetable oils so there's no dairy Oh, okay got yeah right. and that's and actually when they do if you have vegan baking products if you for example pastries often vegan people often think of pastry being full of butter yeah but from what I understand, quite a lot of the big brand pastries use vegetable oils instead. I think it's cheaper one, yeah. but it also means that you can put the vegan label onto the product as well because you can use vegetable oils in place of so plant based fats in place of animal based fats such as butter. Okay, yeah. so that's
0: interesting. Plant focus is definitely a way you know that some of us will be going sort of, and I know you have always sort of in- slowly uh, increased your plant focus, but you've always been vegetarian. But in my case. I said, Like I said, for me, the big shift last year was increasing the amount of or decreasing the amount of milk I had because of me and my coffee and cappuccinos and all of that was having definitely a lot of dairy through that. Mm-hmm. And so now I've replaced that. Especially when I'm at home, I we always have some oat milk on the go and things like yeah. that. And how did you um,
1: find making the switch? Did it taste different to you? Did you find yeah, it easier? Yeah, it's easy? a lot
0: sweeter. You know, even oat milk is so sweet. But you know what that does? It actually makes some of the less, you know, so like Nescafe gold blend. I mean, it's not really a very nice coffee. Like, yeah. I, I don't personally like it with cow's milk, but actually with the oat milk, it's young. Yeah,
1: well, that's because the oat so, oat, so with the plant-based milks, you've got oat, rice, soya, coconut, there's so almond. many actually, almond. But actually, if you could buy the, because some of those plant based milks are sweetened.
0: No, but this one isn't. But that's because,
1: yeah, so oat and rice are naturally sweeter as products as well. So when they extract, the, the milk yeah. well, it's not milk but the plant-based yeah. um, fluid from them it t- naturally tastes sweeter particularly rice milk so if you do find oats too sweet then you could go for one of the unsweetened nut milks for example yeah. that are not as I,
0: sweet I don't love them I, I definitely Oatly has become my I, yeah. I, it's been the mo- best compliment to coffee. okay but what I'm interested in now is you know for this year like what can I do to sort of take it the next notch up in terms of do I continue my increase on plant focus one thing I wanted to put out there is so we are my kids and i we we have we're pescatarian well we yeah, we're pescatarian so we eat fish and once a week we have salmon and i have now my so date nights currently constitute my husband making me watch all of these vegan documentaries <laughs> so he's now um, every time i'm like oh yeah because we barely get a chance to sit on the sofa and watch tv together every time he seems to have at the ready uh, the latest uh, documentary so game changers then uh, uh, Forks Over Knives. And so th- this, these are our romantic nights in where I basically sit there going, oh, sh- what am I doing? <laughs> Eating, you know, uh, and, and giving up. I thought I was doing my kids a favor by giving them their omegas once a week and mm-hmm. um, through the fish. So now I'm having real dilemmas about that. And these documentaries don't, you know, yeah. they definitely make, they're obviously a bit extreme. What's your
1: view, Artie? I mean, with the documentaries, I have... I haven't watched Game Changers. That's definitely on my bucket list of films to watch this year. I have watched What the Health now a lot, and the other one I watched was Earthlings as well. Yeah. Now they are a little bit sensationalist. There is certainly some truth in what they're saying, but they are representing a perspective, and often it's very much a pro-vegan, pro-vegetarian perspective, which is fine. Everyone's. I think the thing to bear in mind is that eating meat or fish is part of a lot of people's diet naturally so it's quite it's good it makes you think about what you're eating and yeah. you might go and research it so for example on the on in terms of seafood yeah one of the things that i was reading was that actually half the plastic in the sea is due to fish farming which yeah. really i mean that's quite concerning and we obviously know about the overfishing situation globally particularly in japan so there is that environmental act, uh, environmental consequence of um eating fish. I know fish. I'm really not sure what to do now, with Now on kids. A nu- on the nutritional front, yeah. oily fish such as salmon and mackerel are really good sources of omega-3s as yeah. we know those are really essential for brain health, cell development. However, of course, there are children that don't eat fish yeah. for, you know, uh, it might be for cultural reasons or maybe they don't like eating fish. And in those it, where, where clients that come to me where children are not eating sufficient amounts of oily fish, I will often recommend an omega-3 supplement. Yeah. So if you were concerned about the kids missing out nutritionally by not eating fish, you have got the option of a supplement and the same for yourself. Mm, that is now, true. Again, now then we get into, well, is it going to be a fish-based omega-3 supplement or a vegan omega-3 supplement? <laughs> and as you, as you can imagine, with the growth and, explo- and, you know, with the popularity of veganism, there are actually quite a lot of vegan omega-3 supplements. Available. Mm. And the particular one, I think even the mainstream brands like Halib Orange, yeah. they're multivitamin for children. The omega 3 source is not fish based, it's actually flaxseed based. Oh, cool. And flax seeds um, and linseeds are a seed that have a lot of omega 3s in them. Ooh, yes. So, that's you know, there reminder. are some. So, you know, I there know, are. It's some just, alternatives.
0: I guess we've got, you know, we've talked a lot about meal planning and it's so embedded into our Monday schedule. And it's like the kids expect it. I feel I've given them a really good, mm. balanced meal. But having watched these documentaries, you're like Maybe they, you they talk about the carcinogenic elements and it's just really really puts you off mm. you know I mean
1: I the other thing I mean the other thing I would say sometimes when I'm when I'm having those conversations about people giving up animal yeah. products and dairy it's do you en, do you enjoy eating those yeah. things and if you do it's going to make it that much harder for you to give them up yeah
0: and actually so- one one point my husband made was that these documentaries they don't talk about fish so they keep talking about meat, oh, okay. yeah, and they talk about dairy a lot. And he's like, "Yeah, but what about all the overfishing and you know mm. the, that side of things and the plastics?" And they they haven't actually touched on that. So maybe they couldn't find compelling enough evidence. Well, uh, I think
1: there's compelling enough evidence around overfishing because yes, it stops. sorry, yeah. environmentally. But, but they what
0: the, the the persuasive part of these documentaries was the impacts on health. Yes. They were quite scary. Yes, they, so they I, really did scare. I think you. the
1: data around yeah. fish consumption fish consumption tends to be more positive because of the benefits of omega-3s in the diet okay and that's how that's why i imagine they can't you know sort of have it have it but
0: arti i mean if my kids are once a week having a a fish which provides them with some good fats some good protein you know we rub all that garlic we rub all that garlic and um what's the other thing we rub on it uh oregano yes which has got good properties like rub Mm -hmm. all of that all over it you
1: know should should that is that really likely to be causing them harm I would say the data does not show that eating fish causes harm. Mm. This is just from a purely clinical perspective mm, mm. and I think it this the decision is more around it's your it's your personal Values around, you know, okay. the anim- yeah. I'm so happy w-
0: with personal values. What I don't want is um to be mounting evidence that there is something like that. I'm, do- you know, when it comes to children and their health, you know, I don't yes. want to be doing something to their. Detriment. I mean,
1: I would say in ter- with the with the top with fish, there can there's some evidence Toxins. around the toxic metals in the larger fish, yeah. things like the tuna, tuna the those ones, yeah. And you should be limiting your intake of those, and for children, so anyway. if you don't, so but with salmon and the smaller fish, you know, generally the data is showing nutritionally that that. They, they, those are beneficial for for your health, so I would say you know quit with the guilt trip because yeah. we're we're always endlessly feeling guilty about something well, that no, we're doing uh, or not doing, d- yeah. doing, but not not guilt, but just I think, it, yeah, doubting 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 it. It, I think yeah, doubting it. I think until there's enough rigorous evidence to back. Yeah, Some, you know the claims around um, being a pescatarian. I think at the moment it's showing because I mean the the, me- the Mediterranean diet, mm. which is yeah the one that you know that does contain elements of oily fish, okay. olive, you know. Yeah. Will you cloves. let me know if you find any sure, compelling I will evidence? Yes, because you yeah. know
0: we've discussed evidence before, and of- unfortunately, often by the time there's compelling evidence, like you know, there's partly because of who drives the compelling yes, evidence. Absolutely. on I dairy. Actually, though, there hasn't been for a long time because whose interests are at play? You know, the dairy industry. It totally. Is not Going to be sponsored, you know. So, and I mean, I know it's better in the UK, but in America, you know, and, and, and then when you think about mental health and, you know, just all kinds of things that have been dealt with through drugs versus. Yeah. You know, so- and actually,
1: I've been reading um, with a lot of interest around how some of the biggest meat manufacturers and dairy farmers in America have started. So, for example, one of a huge dairy farming company in America. Have taken a huge investment in plant-based milk company, mm. and similarly with a, ma- a really big animal, um, a meat producer in America, have been a huge investor. Is it in Beyond Burger? Beyond Meat? That's mm. sort of a unicorn yeah, yeah, yeah. company. Yeah. So, I think even those the, the, the people in those driven, yeah, commercial yeah. those are they're even seeing this tide moving towards shift, people yeah. moving towards it may not even be and actually we haven't talked about flex being flexitarian yeah meat well we are Mondays. we are talking about being flexitarian yeah. Oh, yeah a little yes, bit because yes. you are talking about being plant focused exactly so people are yeah so people are watching these documentaries they're really bringing these issues to the fore and people are questioning researching thinking well actually should i be re- uh, reducing my meat consumption and yeah. You step out there's just so much going on out there in the bigger world even when you're eating out Wagamama's have an entire vegan menu well there's which is... never
0: been a better time to be I vegan I mean yep. there's you're, you're not going to starve no. at, least, at least not in the UK totally yes some exactly of the other countries. The
1: vegan pizzas and pizza express as well and some
0: of them taste really good And some of them are tastier Absolutely, and actually yeah. there's a few specific recipes that we want to talk about so we talked about tofu in a previous episode so we've been doing that my son loves it so Brilliant. I want to talk you through that and also cashew cream is yes. one that I really want to work on fantastic Um, and i want to hear how you do that one but why don't we talk about those in part two because we've got a lot more to say about the specifics of vegan diets and also what you can actually practically do to make it an easier process all right so that's all we've got time for in this episode but stay tuned we will continue this theme next week uh, in part two thank you arati thank you bye